Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest sit down with a Star Wars topic and rank it. Yeah, it's like science. And with me, uh, as always, definitely definitely <laughs> recently, though we're getting to some new guests coming in here uh, from outside the Force Center walls, but Joseph Scrimshaw returns for this week's episode. I am ready to scientifically rank, yes. and by scientifically, I mean not at all scientifically. <laughs> I mean totally personally, totally subjectively yes. rank. These things we're going to rank. Oh, the funniest things about pop culture rankings. <laughs> uh, we're going to dive in today. We had such fun last week looking at our favorites and therefore the best Power of the Force <laughs> figures. The figures from 95 to up, to up to about 2000. Yeah. And now we decided let's just keep the party going. Today we're going to look at the Power of the Jedi line, Ooh. which ran from 2000 to about 2002 up to Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Because it included some Attack of the Clones preview figures. Mm-hmm. So we figured let's just keep going with that, and we're going to dive into that. Before we do, though, I want to remind you that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Force Center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week on Force Center, we, uh, we, we've been recommending you try out on us The Legends of Luke Skywalker by Ken Liu. A lot of weird, wacky stories, uh, Johnny <laughs> or Ed. Um, wild and wacky. Uh Leading up to The Last Jedi, including Salacious B. Crumb and a mole flea, uh, Luke living inside a exogorth with a, a, a scientist for a while, just trapped in there. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Some tension. But yeah. some insightful stuff. Check it out on us. Go to audibletrial.com slash force And then look up the Saturday Night Live sketches <laughs> that Ken was referencing. Azerbaijan it. <laughs> um, we have got a, a fun little show ahead of us because we're talking figures Figures are important in Star Wars. They've always been since the beginning of time when we couldn't even get them yet to order an empty box. Each little iteration brings something new and exciting and continues to make uh, the Star Wars line get that much better. The power of the Force line went from the big buff, super buff uh, Luke on steroids to by the end of it, it become a really respectable and fun line. Not that those buff ones weren't fun. Don't get me wrong. I think you know that. But as figures and the technology and how to make them kept getting better and bigger. Uh, the power of the Jedi line comes in and starts to take things to the next level, but doesn't mean it doesn't have some fun, wild and wacky stuff. Joseph, what is your initial just overall view of the power of the Jedi line? Uh, 
I love it. It was uh, definitely an exciting time in collecting because the whole power of the force was the the return. And as we mm-hmm. talked about in that other week, it went from buff and main characters to, oh, yeah, much more accurate representations, much more uh, advanced figures. And also like, oh, oh, collectors want obscure, weird moments in in characters and costumes we've never released great and then phantom menace explodes and they make an action figure of absolutely (laughs) everyone regardless of how much the word action does not uh, belong in in (laughs) in relation to rick olier you know it's not exposition figure it's action figure but you got a rick olier um and then the question of what will be next Uh and to see that this is the first this is the first thing that married the Skywalker saga is one story, right? Because this is the first thing that's like, hey, bunch of fun stuff from episode one, bunch of classic trilogy stuff, some stuff that maybe acknowledges even expanded mm-hmm. possibilities of fiction, even down to the card itself having big Vader head with young Obi-Wan Kenobi. I remember just seeing that right. and going, damn, it's all the same story. <laughs> it's all in the same playground. Um I love what you're saying there. Yeah, it's so right because, you know, Phantom Menace line is kind of its own line. Yeah, it matched um, up aesthetically quite well, I think, with the power of the force. But Yeah, but but it, it and and you got to imagine that the makers of these toys are got to be looking at the results of not not maybe Phantom Menace, but the figures initial initial run and go people still want this. Now, uh, again, I always refer to toys that made us if you watch that documentary, they do address Oh, just a large collection of Jar Jar stuff and weird, you know, Pez dispensers. And, and, did, and you know, I have a, a large uh, lightsaber toy up my butt about this moment. Yeah. And the toys that made us because they they misrepresent. Yeah. The, in this in that one moment. I love it. Otherwise, but yeah. they say the episode nine figures didn't sell well. So they mm. retreated back to classic. And that's exactly a the classic figures were already doing well, well. before mm-hmm. the the huge deluge of Phantom Menace products, and they didn't just return. They did Power of the Jedi with right. young Obi-Wan right there on every card. Right there. Combine it all. So uh, this was, uh, you're talking about interesting interest time collecting. Um, I, I, I don't, I, ha- I have a lot of these. I just don't remember the fervor for them, and it's not a comment on, on the toys or the prequels or anything, um, just probably where I was in my life for these two years. I wasn't racing out to get a lot of these. These, these are ones I collected just, oh, there and there and there, you know? Yeah. Where Power of the Force, I was obviously there. And you were day. hunting. Phantom Menace. I was <laughs> I, the other day when I went to the, I had to go to the doctor appointment, and they moved their offices back up to, to, to Porter Ranch, whereas I... Went and waited at Toys R Us at midnight for the Phantom Menace figures. Nice. It's now a Spirit Hollywood uh, Halloween, uh, and I was I drove right past it in the lot. I was like, man, I was really sad. Feb- the, uh, February '99, I was right here. Oh, that's awesome. February, March, wherever it was. Yeah. All right. That, uh, enough about that. There. This is the power of the Jedi line, and we're going to start this list, Joseph, with your number five. Yeah. So for me, uh, a lot of what I said uh, in that episode about power of the Force, I was really excited about. What will they make that they never would have made when I was a kid? Mm. And my number five, and many of my numbers represent this, but number five was a character that reflected my excitement about Episode One and my excitement of ooh. I imagined that, but would they ever make mm. it? And yes, they did. It is Darth Maul, Final Duel. Yeah. So this Darth Maul is extra special because you can cut it in half. <laughs> uh, the figure con- came was magnetized. So right. it was actually a great Darth Maul figure <laughs> with uh, a lightsaber hilt that just had the one blade coming out because it is after Obi-Wan cut 
the double bladed lightsaber in half. Uh, he looks perfectly awesome, but then magnet works beautifully. It's not even like you jam a peg in and it gets a little loose and then you separate them and a weird peg is sticking out. It's just a magnet. So you can cut them in half beautifully. <laughs> uh, and I don't remember this, but looking at it in uh, the photos, he's got a little bit of a what? Oh, yeah. What the F face? Oh, yeah. oh no. Or, or a, a little bit of a, oh, no, I've made a terrible mistake. He's got a little <laughs> bit of a, a Joe Bluth face right there. Whoops. <laughs> I've allowed something to happen that shouldn't. Uh, I talked a little bit in the uh, Power of the Force episode about always wanting the Luke where you could take the arm off and that. Mm. So they just naturally it's like, they wouldn't do that, would they? Would they make a, like, I, I imagine it as they would just sell, sell me two halves of Darth Maul in one card. Yeah. But the fact they magnetized it. Mm beautiful i love it it's described as break apart battle damage <laughs> it's battle damage yeah you can say that yeah, yeah i had battle damage he man a little different here <laughs> a little different here yeah i love this this is a great choice because it's a fully it can be a fully functional figure if you want look great it was just out i think on yeah. my dresser for a long time or you can just have some legs yeah. <laughs> sitting around <laughs> um and and like i said start to take this to the next level with the luke and the hand coming off from the the power of the force line now you got this uh and and the fact that they, quote, went there. Yeah. You know, it's like when Funko Pop released a uh, Ned Stark with the head that could come off. <laughs> oh, All right. he did that. Okay. okay. All right. All right. You went this, there. This is yeah. a little less bloody, but uh, this is the same kind of concept to me. Yeah. This is, again, the things we want as Star Wars collectors. Yeah. And a clever move to, if you are at all going to be collectible about it, you got to take this out of the package. Right. To play with it. So oh, you're going to yeah. want to get two, which I did. Absolutely. Um, that yeah yeah yeah. You, you can't. You got to see that magnet in, in action there. <laughs> that's right. So that's my number five, Darth Maul Final Duel. Great way to start off the list here. I'm going my number five. You talk about Phantom Menace and, and one of those little details and all those kind of kind of things. I'm starting my list out number five with Ara Singh. Ooh. That's right, the bounty hunter that had two seconds of screen time in the Phantom Menace, but inspired. A lot of fans, including our friend Van William of the show, who's been on her before, talked about his love of Aura Singh. It was one of those early characters that you were able to tell your friends, like, oh, that's Aura Singh. She's a bounty hunter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. George Lucas says she's going to factor into this story more. Yeah, all right, maybe that didn't happen. But she had a cool figure released in uh, the 2001 collection. Bold, vibrant, just the red, the black, and the weapon. She's got the long, the long, long fingers. fingers. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the ponytails there, just a really detailed figure and this is when i, I really started to think that you know these these lines are getting more and more uh, you know detailed and, and accurate and uh, it's just one of those figures that i needed to get because this was a little tiny character i was proud to know yeah and support yeah and obviously you must have just found the character aesthetically cool like an awesome new bounty hunter design right she herself i was thinking that why do I like this character on some base, you know, I am a, a straight male. What, what attracts me to this guy? And, and, and I like alternative style, uh, you know, women of, I have a history of that. She reminds me a lot of Zorana from GI Joe, Zartan's mm. sister, which I had that figure too. And I think there's a weird connection to why I just, Oh, I love, I love this kind of weird kind of, uh, a lady slinging around the galaxy collecting <laughs> bounties. And I think they're back then in 2000, 2001 definitely was like, I need this on my shelf, man. We talk about from a certain point of view and that is such a great, from a certain point of view, like imagine you are, yes, a, a heterosexual guy grew up loving the bounty hunters and then said, 
one of them was sexually attractive to you and looked like they listened to Nirvana. <laughs> and you're like, I need that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Add that to add to cart. Literally put it in my cart, which is what you'd have to do. Yeah, that. Their physical cart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Aura Sig starts my list off at number five. That's so great. That's so great. Uh, my number four then? Your number four indeed. My number four is a more traditional figure, but it is one that I had also said, like, oh, man, they've made every little variation. Mm. Could they please make this one? Uh, what has come to be my favorite Leia? And it's a hard choice. I know you're, you're big on Hoth. You know, many, yeah. you know, many Leia's I love. But um, what's come to be called Bespin Escape Leia. And they made one called Bespin Escape. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, it's the the Hoth outfit, but sort of stripped of anything but just the sort of um, space pantsuit uh, <laughs> up to a point. The space jumper, I, how yeah, would, uh, whatever fair. the exact correct noun is. I've been, uh, I've been yelled at before on the internet about what exactly the correct noun is for that. But... Uh, I think it's such a great look and it's such a great moment of Leia where she's got her hair still in the uh, Bespin gown braids, but she's Mm -hmm. just hauling that big stormtrooper blaster and she's just all business trying to save Han, trying to save escape, uh, trying to escape Cloud City. Uh, And I like that she comes holding that E11 blaster. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's one of the times in the original trilogy where you get to see Leia mean business and, you know, just blast stormtroopers with their own blasters. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it really picks on the getting the garbage you flyboy moment and just turns into a whole sequence with this character. I love this figure. And I, uh, and I, it's a type of figure that I think I I still might want to seek out and add to my collection. Now I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, she did not in the original counter line. This, this figure did not exist. No, 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 no. No, in not in, yeah. in not in, they had started to make lots of variations of her in the power of the force, and they didn't get to this specific. Yeah, it's kind of Hoth, but it doesn't have the jacket and right. her braids. You know, she got the braids different. Yeah, yeah. you know, so it's a very specific look. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think they are still in this moment. We're like, hey, great, we have all these new. We got Or Singh, brand new, never never been an action figure before, and also what from the classic main characters. What seconds of screen time have we not represented in a figure? So yeah. not only an awesome figure by itself, but an awesome moment of Princess Leia, mm-hmm. one of the main characters who hadn't been represented yet. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you, you, the, the, the seconds of screen time not put into figure form is very key because it's almost like they're going back and correcting little mistakes there and there. And we grew up in that era where you knew Leia by the figures, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ewok Leia, you know. Hoth, Hoth fatigues, yeah. yeah. Bespin gown, yeah. yeah. That's how we knew her. That's your favorite era of, of, of Leia in a way. Um, and this one, this was is one of my favorite as a fan just in real life. So this is a great pose too. It's a yeah. great, great look. Yeah. Like it almost looks like a black series, six inch figure. On yeah. This photo I'm looking on uh, rebelscum.com. Yeah. And I think the whole power of the Jedi line is playing a little bit with like, yeah, they're toys. Some of them you got to break out of the box and play with like Darth Maul, but some of them like, yeah, they're, they're a little posed. They're a little mm. statue. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good choice. That's for your number four. My number four. Uh, my number four is speaking of corrections. Oh, we got Mr. Jack Porkins. That's right. Jack Tano Porkins. Um, Piggy, belly runner, red six. He didn't make it. 
And we never had a figure of him. We never really had one of Biggs. He might have had a generic X-Wing pilot. And Kenner probably lacked the technology to make a a portlier-sized figure. But this is an accurate representation, and you could make that as a fun little side joke. Or it's like, hey, no, we're giving this character his due. Yeah. And talk about, again, going back and correcting what wasn't done before. I can't, Power Force, I, I, I can't, they, they, just, they might have... Did they do a Jack? No, no, no. No, they didn't no, do a Jack, was, right? No, yeah, and that, that, that was, was the power some, of some of this line is they were continuing in that same direction of, yeah. hey, you've always wanted this. Here you go, weirdos. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a little bit of research, but sometimes it gets confusing for me. But the, what, the figure, again, it, it's, a, it's a wider mold. And, you know, yes, they had, by the end of the Kenner line, the Gamorrean Guards, which, you know, of course, what became uh, was it from Robin Hood, uh, yeah. Father John. and yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't know my Robin Hood lore as much as I do Star Wars. So I just love that we have this Jack. Yeah. And it started, again, this era of, like I said, continuing, but also let's make sure all these characters are are memorialized. Yeah. With, uh, their own statue. Yeah. And for me, like, I loved, uh, I loved seeing Porkins as a figure because like, it's definitely like growing up watching the VHS and going, wait a minute, his name is Porkins? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Uh, and then to see like they'd never make an action figure of him, and of course they do. But also just it's not Porkins, it's Jack Porkins, right? Right. And all of these these action figures, like, yep, some of this is coming from that West End role playing game in the from the late eighties. Some of this is coming from expanded universe, yeah. uh, but it's right out there in the world yeah. on a Target Kmart shelf that his name is Jack. Damn it, <laughs> Jack. Damn it. So he's sharing some lore with the galaxy by just hanging out there on a hook. <laughs> I love that there. Uh, so Jack Porkins is my number four, which means we're moving up to your number three. Uh, my number three is another one that I sort of jokingly thought, like, could they ever make this? And I just am still amazed to this day that they've made it. And that is uh, the deluxe figure, Luke Skywalker, in with Bakta Tank. Bakta Tank Luke Skywalker. Uh, I have joked uh, many times in many places, including a uh, comedy sketch I did right around this very time. I actually uh, wrote a comedy sketch about a person who had a problem with action figures (laughs) where I was playing that character, talking to a therapist and talking about this and having the therapist go, "Okay, let's take a step back. I just want you to know that what you're showing me is Mark Hamill. In a diaper. There is <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else to tell you. It's Star Wars. You've shown me an action figure of Mark Hamill in a diaper. Uh, so I just, I love the absurdity of it. Right. It's a, it is actually a good action figure. He is floating in the, in the Bakta tank there. Uh, and just from that perspective of com- being a completionist, right? Of like, right. what is every possible look that the big players have had? Well, yeah. We got to do it. We got to be, we're, we're completing it. I, love the uh, this goes back to the micro line in 80 that oh they released, yeah and then they had a luke in space underpants yeah um black underpants and then that's it that's the only acknowledgement yeah so it's like it never existed <laughs> but again we would want this yes and you got this oh i got it i got it i still own it <laughs> still lose day no, it's, it's in the uh it's in the storage did unit. it yeah. uh, i was trying to find a picture of it here on this website did it come what what did it come with uh what was what was the official so, line again yeah it's a big i think it's i think it's just luke skywalker bakta tank it was a deluxe figure so he, he's he's in the actual bakta tank that comes with it so it's not just him floating loose on a single card right it is the actual full bakta tank so oh if you're, you you want to go through and if you want to be like i'm acting it out you know and i think his hair is uh his floating. hair is crazy right when you yeah take it 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there is like a little bit of sort of Star Wars designed to yeah. the uh, space underpants, which is more fair than diaper. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, just I, I think I see uh, actual uh, Mark Hamill make jokes about this on Twitter every he, once in a while. Yes. How could you not have a sense of humor about it? You know, it's it is an awesome scene in the movie and it works in the movie. I've always felt the like, oh, man, if I was injured, how cathartic would that be to just be floating in a. You know, right. in, in just a vat of healing liquid. I you know, know there's that. something that's very relatable about that. But then you turn it into an action figure, and it's just beautifully Does absurd. It come with two one B and FX. Uh, I don't seven or six, think so. Um, I think FX seven was released in this line. I it believe okay. he's one of the Power of the Jedi figures. So I think they're maybe showing you wow. like. It, it, remember, this is all the ways you can play with it. You know, be sure to get your well, Han Solo looks at Luke in the Bakta tank action figure. <laughs> this is truly collect them all, though. You got to get FX Seven and you put them in a little place on this playset. Oh yeah, he's got a yeah he, he's got a little place to stand. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Mm, yeah, I don't think he came with FX Seven. I think FX Seven it, was not separate. Shown, yeah, it's not shown as it as it's listed with. Yeah, it. so it might be a it might be my memory failing me. Maybe. Oh, he does and come then with you FX could fill 7. the chamber with water and blow air into a tube to simulate Luke breathing. What? Wow. I, 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 I admit I never did take this one fully out of the package <laughs> and all the way out of the Bakta tank. Well, sir, you're going to have to do it now. That's awesome. Oh, so I, uh, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm more than happy to uh, <laughs> do a little bit of research for the good of the Four Center podcast. We need to do a video of that and release that. Man blows on action figure <laughs> back to tank. Uh, no, here's here's a picture of the carded one. So it's got that uh, command yes. console. Got it. Yeah, no uh, droids. But, yeah, but no FX7. I think yeah, FX7 can, was a separate card. You pick one up for $47. $47. It's worth 10 times yeah. that. Wow, that's a great number three. Yeah. Mm. My number three, I'm sticking with the Skywalker family, and I'm going with the 2000 release of Anakin Skywalker, parentheses, mechanic. (laughs) My name is Anakin, and I'm a mechanic. Nine-year-old Anakin Skywalker lives on the desert planet Tatooine, where he serves the junk dealer Watto. He's a natural mechanic and talented pilot who doesn't realize he's extraordinarily strong in the Force. This comes with an O. Toga 222 droid, which looks like some weird Saturday morning cartoon character. Oh, And yeah. he's got maybe, oh, he's got a hydro spanner wrench with him, and he's kind of dirty. His yeah. outfit's kind of dirty. And Is he, his little face dirty? I think so. <laughs> maybe, yeah, not so much. Okay. Um, he is just ready to call you an angel. This figure <laughs> is... Awesome. And you know, remember, this is only a year removed from Phantom Menace, which had a young Anakin figure. Actually, it was a really good figure. Yeah. I had a couple, actually, yeah. in that run. That's right. That's right. And then to immediately get so specific as if anticipating uh, people like us will be like, well, we need Bespin Leia. Well, we also need Mechanic Anakin. Yeah. This one's just ready Mechanican, to say, yeah. you know, bop the center nose. Um, <laughs> this is, it's wonderfully absurd, but wonderfully needed to me. Like, yeah. This makes sense from a collector's point of view. Uh, and I would be intrigued. I I think it's on my list. I don't own it. Um, Did you own it back in the day? Uh, no, but I definitely was aware of it. And, and, and I had... Um, at the time, I had all very limited display space, and all my Phantom Menace figures were out of package and displayed. Okay. Until some friends, I'll withhold their names from my work, showed up and did the 40-year-old virgin thing and said, all these must go down. <laughs> and I caved to the peer pressure. All right. Um, and eventually put them back up, like Kylo rebuilding his helmet. <laughs> so I didn't get this one, but I really appreciate the... It's such a tradition, and you're seeing it. Yeah. What you're talking about of you know, even in 2000, they're looking back to 77 and 80 and going, "What did we miss?" 
But they're already in 2000 going, what did we miss in 99? Yeah, and what are fun accessories and, and modes of being for these yeah. characters? Can yeah, I, I want a droid hydro spanner wrench. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Yeah. Come on. That's a great one. That is a great selection. So there's my number three, which means we're up to your number two. Uh, my number two is going with a lot of these. I, I, I did like some of the looking forward ones, but a lot of them were about the I can't believe they made that. And this is one that I don't think I ever dreamed is a possibility. Mm. Um, but it is Darth Vader Dagobah. Mm-hmm. So this is the character Darth Vader from Luke's journey into the tree cave on Dagobah. So specific, so great. He's got a kind of translucent cape, so you get a little bit of that feeling of he is a vision, he's not real. And the the big uh, amazing thing is he has a breakaway mask with Luke's face oh, yeah. underneath it. Uh, so a couple things about this one. Uh, I definitely got two of these. Uh, the breakaway mask worked amazingly well. So just action figure technology, it worked great. It fit in there perfectly. Um, so I loved it for myself. I love that specificity. But I got a second one, like I said, so I could take it out. And yeah. uh, sort of opposite uh, to your story, when friends came over, I would actively be like, I have something you need to see. <laughs> you know how I'm obsessed with action figures and you know how I'm obsessed with the little moments. Look at this. And even people who are like, eh, okay, you do your little nerd thing. We're like, damn. And it's Luke's face underneath. Oh, so just, it's an amazing action figure that looks cool and just functions to be that dream moment. And it's removable faceplate. Luke Skywalker's face is a removable faceplate. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so in great lightsaber, too. Nothing, nothing to complain about there. Hard, yeah. Handy, <laughs> hardy lightsaber. Well, what I like even on the package when uh, the way it's displayed, Vader's holding the lightsaber just exactly like he does kind of when he when he fights Luke. Yeah, so the, uh, there was a lot of that in this line where, yeah, you got to take them out and play with them, but they're kind of posed in the package. So if you're going to be a collector about it and not really taking them out, you got a kind of cool pose. You got yeah. some action and some movement in it. Uh, but this one, yeah, this is... Uh, uh, just a, a dream one in it that is literally from a vision yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a, and a dream I didn't know I had come true. Just, I think for me, one of my top Star Wars action figures ever. It's because I'm not as familiar with that one. I am more familiar with the Emperor's Wrath version. Yes. Which is also mm-hmm. uh, intriguing, but also a little silly looking in the package. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's basically the kingdom of the crystal skull Vader. Um, but, but this one again, yeah, this is 2000. I'm looking at these photos and it's, and it seems like something that could come out today. I'm sure if in my hand would maybe not look as detailed, but, um, love that there. Love that. That's a great choice. Uh, this is, you know, uh, Vader for being such a simple, very sleek and timeless design. You could easily get bored with Vader figures, but I find myself wanting all of them um, and needing to get all of them yeah. just sometimes for the packaging, sometimes for uh, the scenarios. But this is one that's so specific. It makes it really interesting there. Yeah. And, you know, I think there is something to it that is uh, there had been this wisdom in toys that I think is unfortunate. But the, the numbers said it starting uh, really with a lot of Batman lines. Mm that the kids wanted the main characters. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a superhero fan, you get these Batman of like, this is Batman when he's going to get an 
ice cream cone when the sky is red. So his right. suit is orange and he's got a zip line on his butt. And like, uh, seen that guy. Yeah. So it was cool to see Star Wars go like, all right, we need to find a way to make a bunch of Vader's and Chewie's, even though they never change costumes. Yeah. How can we do it? Uh, and I just, uh, real quick, I pulled up the emperor's wrath one in this one. It's actually pretty cool. He's just got a little bit of blue on his helmet. There's a later line one where he comes in the package with actual plastic lightning bolts oh, on his yeah. head. And it, that one is the one that just looks like he's trying to shampoo and something went wrong. <laughs> this one looks cool. So Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that's I know the one you're talking about, too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't want to misspeak if there are any fans of uh, Darth Vader Emperor's of Wrath. Because this Emperor's one is, Wrath. I had this one, too, and it's damn cool. It is damn cool. Oh, Vader's damn cool. Vader figures are damn cool. Uh, that is your number two, which means we're up to my number two. And, well, you're going... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Later, I'm going the opposite side of bed. I'm going Obi-Wan Kenobi, but... Cold weather gear, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is from the 2001 line. It comes with removable headgear, lightsaber, a backpack. And Obi-Wan wrapped in, like, imagine Han's jacket and Hoth. Yeah. Just now in, like, kind of trench coat slash Jedi robe form. Um, and, uh, like, a green kind of turtleneck underneath there. Yeah. Um, I love the description. Jedi must always be well-equipped for any circumstance. Obi-Wan Kenobi, a loyal and disciplined Jedi, is often sent by the Jedi Council to resolve matters on worlds where the environment is very cold. <laughs> he often must prepare for these missions by bringing special gear with him to handle the colder temperatures. I imagine, like, an announcer reading that at a dog show. It's <laughs> Ewan McGregor yeah. prances by. This Obi-Wan is ready for cold weather gear, or for cold weather. Um, I just love it. It's absurd. And it's a little bit of expanded universe fun of just taking these figures and what if in them uh and generally i don't necessarily go for those stories as much as yeah. i've said but i'm not a huge uh, expanded universe legends fan but i love that this exists because it would exist yeah it would be a thing yeah and i recently at uh, star wars celebration got the jedi knight training gear obi-wan Right, that they right, made, yeah. and I think they made a couple of different Qui-Gons as well. But for you, did you gravitate toward this one because it is a little bit Obi-Wan meets Han? Very much so. No, I, I much like with Cassie and Andor's jacket, yeah. there's just something in much like Aura Singh, I look at and go, there's something about this woman. Uh, I look at the, uh, there's something about that jacket. Um, <laughs> uh, I love when I first, uh, I, that's the versions of Cassie and I order, I own. Uh, yeah. uh, even, even the Funko Pops, because you get different versions, I go towards, there's something with the blue and the white fur line jacket that I have to I have to analyze this. Yeah, this is just how hoods work in yeah. Star Wars. If yeah. you're going to be chilly, this is the way to go. And I like it. It is uh, like a younger Obi-Wan doesn't have a beard, so it's it's Ewan. It's it's He's obviously still got does he have the Padawan braid? He has like a pony 
tail, like a little tiny ponytail. So you could say this also, it reminds me, it is one of the most G.I. Joe-like Star Wars figures. Okay, yeah. Which might be explained why. Yeah, I can see that one. Did you have this one back in the day? Uh, No, I did not. Okay. I did not. I just always, uh, again, this is a weird period when I... I was aware of a lot of the figures. Mm-hmm. I'd pull them off the racks and yeah. just be like, well, I can't. Right, right. Got um, it. A lot of people in my life telling me I couldn't at the time, and they're <laughs> not in my life anymore. I understand. I understand, because yeah. uh, I, I eventually hit a, a period like that, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, Obi-Wan, cold weather gear, my number two, which means we're up to some honorable mentions. Yeah. We have an interesting list here. What's on yours? Uh, yeah, so uh, a couple of them. The Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Jedi Knight is what it's called, which is a mm-hmm. great Alec Guinness Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, with not the uh, dark brown robe on top, but just the tan robes underneath. The uh, right. the Obi-Wan telling half-truths to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I think there is... It was cool to see a variation on Obi-Wan, again, a person who doesn't really change costume in the uh, classic trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was cool to see young Obi-Wan and old Obi-Wan in the same action figure line. Yeah. Right back yeah. there in, you know, 2000, 2001. I think he was in the early run of this uh, Power of the Force. So yeah. he's up there. Um, in terms of ridiculous uh, specificity, uh, Chewy Dejeric Champion, right, which is where I learned the word Dejeric, uh, which is part of the reason I love all of these action figures. Uh, and this is one where he his arms are posed so he can put them behind his back in his uh, winning behind his head in his winning <laughs> pose, and he sits at the little uh, at the little hollow chest Dejeric table. So he's. Yeah. Basically, uh, he's going to the galaxy's edge, William <laughs> <Lame> Falcon Chewy, <laughs> taking photos. So uh, that um, Boshek was up there for me too. I, I I would not if this list didn't include Boshek on any level yeah. for you. I'd be. I mean, just talk about a little small side character just points at Chewy and that's it. Like, no, I have no interest in helping you, old man. But how about this guy? Yeah, <laughs> Boshek with those big old sideburns. Um, and then uh, a, a, a couple. I'm looking at this from my memories of back in the day and what I bought, Mm. but it was really fun to look at it now and see how many of those figures that weren't priorities for me then that I've become attached to those characters Mm. and like I'm having a hard time restraining myself from buying now. Right. Like, uh, the Padme Amidala Queens decoy, which is technically Sabe, uh, which one of my favorite Padme outfits, uh, the actual Sabe outfit, the Shmi figure, like all these characters that I've come to become much more invested in. Yep. It's cool to know they're part of this line. Uh, and my last honorable mention is Catwall. Uh, and it is because I think this, I could be wrong. Again, anecdotal evidence. This line was pretty popular with lots of cool, weird ones. So Catwall was the sad Lobot yeah. of the early 2000s where you walk into Target and there's a bunch of Catwalls because he's just a background <laughs> alien that had been added in the special edition. Yeah. And nobody had, a, I think, great attachment to to cat wall oh, so right. there he hung waiting to be loved <laughs> peg warming up his life <laughs> oh, yeah great. so some of my runner-ups uh my runner-ups uh, include uh the sabe queen's decoy one oh, because nice. i can only hear newt gundray say this one's a decoy <laughs> uh and uh, it's 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 essentially a Kara knightley figure so yeah <laughs> the sase tin i'm not a huge sase tin fan per se but i just like that now we're getting into oh now we got more jedi to play with and yeah, yeah. we're gonna have the proper prequel lines uh, you know they'll be in those lines but uh, this is like a year removed from Phantom Menace, and it's like, oh, cool, more Jedi to play with and collect. Yeah. I like that one. I love the Tusken Raider Sniper. So great. I love that sequence in the pod race. 
I remember people laughing their butts off the first Cheering. time I saw it. I will Cheers. They, they will deny it to my face, but I was there with them. I can name names. <laughs> Some of them have gone on to do powerful things in the animation world. SpongeBob and Vader Zim. Yes, I'm looking at you. And they will deny I, that we all walked down. So that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. <laughs> I have a figure to prove it's a fun sequence. Fodes and Bead, there's a character I still don't necessarily love. Yeah. All right. But uh, I do want uh, Fodes and Bead. You want, you want you want the old of the Fodes and Bead? Well, you know, I like Greg Proops, too, as, a, yeah. as an improv comic. And uh, have him in weird space figure form. <laughs> uh, and I'm a big fan of Boss Nass. And this line, you got Chewie winning a uh, space chest. You got Chewie as a mechanic. Anakin oh, yeah. as a mechanic. You got Boss Nass, which we just had in the Phantom Menace line not too far. Or, uh, prior to this, um, Gungan Sacred Place Boss Nass. <laughs> and if you click on it, he's got just the best Boss Nass smile. Like, okay, so that's is... the big difference is that this is right after uh, Padme has said, yeah. I would like to work together. I, I respect you. In, in... Look at that. He's just, we're going to work together. Yeah. He's a liking this. It's like, this. He, yeah. It's Sacred Place. It's it's Gungan Sacred Place, but it should it should be called Boss Nass Promotes Jar Jar Place <laughs> because it's that when he's laughing. Bomb and bad general. Yeah, it's yeah. that look. So that's some honorable mentions for me, <laughs> which means we're uh, yeah, coming to great. the end of our list, but we're going to close it out with my number one so the guests can close out with their number one, um, or I'm going to close out my list now. Uh, my number one of the Power of the Jedi line, now we're taking figure collecting to a higher place. It's an art form now. <laughs> Han Solo and Chewbacca, the Death Star Escape. This is from the more, uh, what do we call it, the deluxe line? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a special 25th yeah. anniversary, right? Uh, oh, yep, yeah, 25th, that's right. There, the deluxe line is where you had your back to Luke. Sorry, clicked on the wrong tab. Han Solo and Chewbacca, Death Star Escape. They are uh, almost in that classic pose. Han's got the hand out, the blaster out, and Chewie's definitely in his classic pose, but it's like mid freeze frame when the they run into the stormtroopers yeah. um it has the uh, death star display stand that comes with it with the backdrop now you really can get into the point where you are displaying your figures oh yeah you love hot show hot hot toys and sideshow and black series and all those things we got now well, this was in 2002, and for $14.99, you could pick <laughs> this up and display it on your office desk. And if I had an office desk back then, I would have absolutely done it. But I like this figure a lot. Yeah, it's so great. Those two just posed. Is it just the back to basics, the absolute classic of it that Total, speaks to your heart? Yeah, and, you know, Han, Han being one of my favorite guys, that's one of my favorite moments, right? And it's a classic... Uh, uh, sequence and just to have it again a lot of this line is very specific yeah down to a shot and yeah. this is one of those shots yeah that's immortalized forever in figure form just screams weird space adventure yeah this is again the type of thing that you you would want to take out of the packaging maybe get to and then and to play and so people walk in and just immediately know oh new hope yeah star wars yeah i'm with you yeah Even if they're not huge fans oh that's so awesome love it that's my number one uh, Nothing more I can say about that. It's oh, just yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of my my list was uh, uh, looking back at, at figures they hadn't made yet. Would they ever make that? Uh, and then my number one is looking forward. It came at mm-hmm. the end of the line. Uh, it is. I, I'm I'm going to reveal it in story form if that's okay. Ooh, rather than please do, anyway. please do. Okay. The year is 2002. Uh, I have a girlfriend whose parents live in the UK, and. Uh, I've, I've never even uh, been out of the country, but we, we fly to England. And my girlfriend says, well, where do you want to go? And it's like, I've discovered there is a small place in Wales that uh, manufactures 
not great Doctor Who action figures, but this is how I express my love of things is buying them in action figure form. And I can go to where the action figures are actually made and buy a bunch of Doctor Who action figures. So uh, we take the train from where her parents live in the middle uh, of England and uh, pass through Manchester and Liverpool. And we actually just literally pass through Manchester. Like we get, uh, get off a train and we have 10 minutes before the bus is supposed to come to, to take us the rest of the, of the way. Right. And I see an action figure store. And my girlfriend at the time is understanding of the action figure obsession, but a little concerned about it. I don't actually have a job at this point (laughs) and haven't for months and am spending a lot of money on action figures still. So no criticism of her. Valid real world concerns. Understood. But she she understands. She's like, please make it quick or we will actually miss where we're going. (laughs) So I run in and it's a bunch of action figures. That's cool. And I decide, ah, I don't need anything. And I, I stop and then look above the checkout station on the wall and see the four Attack the Clones preview figures. Oh, yeah. And I see my number one figure, which is the Clone Trooper sneak preview figure. Oh, yeah. And now I did research to make sure I was remembering this correctly. Mm-hmm. Not only do I see an awesome action figure of a clone trooper in an exciting action pose. But I see for the first time, Oh my God, the clones are a mixture of stormtroopers and Boba Fett Mandalorian armor. And I see that in an action figure store in Manchester when I have seconds left (laughs) (laughs) to get back or I'm going to be deserted in Manchester. Uh, And I bought it immediately. And it was just like one of those great action figure moments of my life where not only the figure itself was cool, but the moment was cool. The memory of buying it and the revelation of getting information from the figure itself that this is what they were going to look like. Yeah, which harkens back to, say, Jedi Luke in the Kenner line. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, you didn't know. Why does he come with a blaster? What's going on? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And I looked it up to make sure I was remembering it correctly. Uh, The teaser trailers showed the clones from far away, Mm -hmm. but none of the actual reveals had come in the trailers yet of what the clones actually look like. And and I'm sure people at the time were scrubbing the internet, and I'm sure there were a lot of people who did know. But for myself... I wasn't going to, you know, uh, <laughs> early versions of the dark web yeah. to try to find this stuff. And that was for me the moment that I saw. You're cut adrift in Manchester. Yeah. You're, you're plug, unplugged from the internet there. Yeah. This is an impressive figure because it's got an action pose. It's got a blaster effect, like a blue laser beam, beam blasting out of his blaster. And dirty feet. Like, it, yeah. he's covered in dirt up to his thighs. He's, he's, he's got some action. action. Some action's happening. Putting the action back in action figure. Clone Trooper's sneak preview. Oh, that's a great number one. It is really indicative of the line, the time, the era. Yeah. And looking forward to more Star Wars movies and, and figures. We How we celebrate the movies we've watched. It's also how we celebrate the movies we're about to fall in love with in our brain. Yeah, yeah. It's a great line. That, that line also included Jango Fett, R3-T7, and Zam Wessel. Yeah. So some exciting ones there. There's a lot of exciting figures there. Uh, but that clone trooper just spoke to me. And what I'm noticing about the Zam Wessels, I don't think that helmet comes off. So you didn't know she, he was a she, and Yo, she yeah. is a changeling. Oh, that's right. 
Mysteries abound. Love Mysteries that. abound. Great way to round out the list. Uh, the Clone Trooper is a great, again, great collectors, like a figure to display. It looks so good. Um, if you out there have your Power of the Jedi list, you can reach out to us on uh, Twitter at Force Center Pod and use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. Uh, you can go to our website, ForceCenterPod.Potomac.net, like our Facebook page, uh, maybe post a tag us a picture on Instagram. Uh, this will be up on YouTube as well as a rebroadcast and been a lot of fun. Don't forget the podcast available in a lot of spots, including Podomatic, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Just search for it, find it, and let us know if it's, we're not on something you want us to be on, and we'll try to get on as well. Joseph, I can't thank you enough for bringing just your experiences, your stories, and your expertise on Star Wars figures during an era where I had some favorites, but didn't allow myself to get them all. <laughs> I understand. It was a great era, and it's always great to talk about action figures, so thank you. I'm sure we're going to go on to another <laughs> era, too. Uh, there's uh, there's one I really want to get to, Ooh. and it's not yet in uh, the eras we've talked about. Oh, so. I'm so excited. More's to come. Thank you so much for supporting us. You can go to Joseph Scrimshaw's website for more information on any live comedy shows, and you got Dragon Con coming up soon, too. That is right. Hopefully I can announce stuff soon, but i got a fun Star Wars thing that should be happening there. Again, uh, information on my website, josephscrimshaw.com, or Twitter, Instagram, uh, social media, at josephscrimshaw. And go to kennapsock.com for information on things I'm going to or going to be doing or have already done. And that includes uh, August 24th, hosting a screening of Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope, with the Central Coast Film Society. Go to centralcoastfilmsociety.org for more information. And that is it for this week. Star Wars has been ranked. <laughs> <laughs>